listening to Her Body on Body IOFM, the women's source for optimal health and lifelong performance, with your host, Alex Navarro. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Her Body, brought to you by Body IOFM. I'm your host, Alex Navarro, and today's solo podcast is on goal setting, priorities or prioritizing, and social media. And part of what sparked this topic for me was a few questions that I've gotten more recently on social media, specifically Instagram, because that's where I more, more people tend to reach out to me on. And for any of you who follow me on any of the social channels, you've noticed that I've been quite quiet lately. And part of the reason for that is, well, I was prioritizing other things. And I could go on a huge <laughs> rant about social media in and of itself, but I'm not going to. I will save that for another time, perhaps. But social media is something that I've always struggled with for a few reasons. The main reason is I'm a very private person. And again, for anybody who's followed me on social media, you've probably seen that I don't share a lot of personal things. I share my food prep. I share my workouts. I share most things that are relevant, immediately relevant, I should say, to health and fitness and what I talk about on the show and, you know, the, the, the main parts of, I would say, leading a healthy lifestyle. And the parts that I leave out of social media is just my day-to-day, my personal things, my relationship with my husband, things like that, things that I don't feel like are necessary to share. But more recently, I've wondered, is it relevant? Could sharing some more details about my life be helpful to other people? And this is something that I've I've thought about and I've sort of battled myself with for years. I would say once Facebook really started go, get, getting going and Instagram first started, I didn't know how to share myself in a relevant way. And I wanted it to be relevant. So the easiest way for me to do that at the beginning was to share my workouts, share food. This is what I'm working on. But in saying that, I also left out a lot of detail. And sharing things on social media, if anybody does that, it's quite hard. Do I say too much? Do I say just enough? How many hashtags do I use? And it can become a little bit stressful. And I would say, especially now with how Instagram has changed and the way that you have your reach to your audience. You know, there are algorithms involved. Same with Facebook of who sees what. How much do they see? How often? How can they interact? And to be honest, when I stopped doing Instagram, I would say back in March, so we're pushing six months now, I was just overwhelmed. And I was overwhelmed with my daily life, what I had to do, what I wanted to do, and how I could share that. And the more pressure I put on myself to share, the less I wanted to do it. So I said, I need to take a break. What term, What started off as a week break extended into what now we're pushing six months. Uh, I did post once on my son's birthday because I felt like it was a special day for everybody. And I wanted everyone to know that I hadn't, you know, fallen off the face of the earth. 
So that's part of why I shared that post at least. But every time I thought about posting, I was conflicted. I was conflicted around what I should share, its relevance. I'm coming out of the blue at this point because it's been months. How do I jump back in and share why I've been gone and share my goal in starting up again? Excuse me. And this is something that I've been thinking a lot about for a few reasons. One is, well, when it comes to goals and prioritizing those goals, well, I'm going to backtrack for a sec because I just had a second thought. When it comes to goals, it's important to have your big goals and your small goals that are going to help you achieve those big goals. And since my son was born, we're reaching a, the almost 15 month mark since he was born. So he's uh, growing up really fast. And it's been an amazing experience when that has taken more of my attention in a positive way than I ever could have imagined. You know, I knew he was going to be a priority to me, for me. I didn't realize how fulfilling that would be. And because I was so fulfilled in that area, I really didn't have the desire to do a lot of other things, whether it was work-related, business-related, sharing that experience. I liked the fact that it was mine. And on a side note, I was very, I am very still conflicted about sharing him on social media because it's also just a weird space. <laughs> I don't want to overshare. I don't necessarily like knowing strange, having, knowing that strangers know my son at the same time. I'm still getting used to it personally. So on a side note, and then I would say when it comes to, when it comes to having a goal around sharing on social media, you want to be intentional about what you share, how you share it don't want it to be all over the place because, well, that's not how I work best in terms of like being intentional about sharing things just like I do with the podcast. You know, I come in with an idea, a topic in mind, and that's what I talk about. And, you know, I might meander here and there, but I try to keep it fairly focused. And I know that that's important when sharing on social media. So I wanted to be clear about what my goal was around that. And while knowing what that goal could have been, and probably will be moving forward, I was still conflicted because, listen, I want to share how I do my day-to-day, how I balance you know, managing the house, taking care of my son, food prepping, taking care of myself. And the thought of adding another thing to do, posting online, was just stressful. And I always put it to the back burner. I never made it a priority. And I was okay with that. That was a decision that I did, I was conflicted about at the beginning because I was worried. Am I going to lose my audience? Are people going to stop following me? People aren't going to know where I am. They're not going to know if I'm still working. You know, there was a lot of sort of fear around not posting. But at the same time, I had a huge sense of relief, like one less thing to do. And that's part of where the thought around prioritizing goals came from. Because while it's important to set goals, I think it's just as important to revisit that goal, those goals and prioritize them according to what your life is like right now. And whether that's on a monthly basis, on a quarterly basis, those check-ins are very important. And I also had a conversation 
on this very topic with a client recently who is a longtime client, but I haven't checked in with her in a long time. And once we did the check-in, we realized that we just needed to reprioritize our goals for right now. And that's not to say that her big goal isn't still a goal, but we're not letting that be a priority right now. And I think, well, I know that it's important because I've worked with that with clients on reprioritizing their goals over and over and over again. And I think for a lot of people, it's one thing to set a goal and it's another to be attached to that goal. What is your attachment around it? Why do you feel that that's important to you? Once you figure out that part, I think it's easier to either let that goal go or put it to the side for future goal setting. And that's okay. A, it gives us a break. It helps us be realistic about what we can manage on a day-to-day basis or with whatever else we have going on at that time. And I actually like this topic right now, this time of the year, because it's kind of an odd time of the year being in the fall. You know, summer's already happened. Most people who had goals of getting bikini ready for the summertime, those aren't necessarily a goal right now. I think a lot of people are in this weird space between summer and the holidays where there's a fear around the holidays. How do I prepare for this? Or do I prepare? Do I coast through the holidays? Do I try to reach a goal? And then before then, before Thanksgiving, which for a lot of people, Thanksgiving is sort of a, you know, the kickoff to the holidays. And while there is can be a lot of fear going into that time, I think if we set goals and we prioritize what's important, it's it'll be more manageable. It won't be as stressful. And it allows you to be kind to yourself, to remember what you can actually manage, what's realistic for you. And it's a really good reminder for myself too, because I'm of the tendency to take on too many things. I have a hard time saying no. And while that can be a great quality, it can also, well, it puts a lot of stress on myself. I put a lot of pressure on myself in general to be good at everything. And I know that that's unrealistic. (laughs) And while I'll, I'll always try to strive to still meet those goals, meet those standards that I've set for myself, I always get knocked down at some point, whether I'm overworked, overtired stressed out. Um, I, I reach a point where my body tells me that I need to take a break, that I need to take a step back. And I'm becoming more aware of those moments before they happen, luckily, because now I have more people to take care of. <laughs> I have more priorities. I have somebody else who's reliant on me. And it's a great reminder of where my priorities are and where they will always start. Now, emotionally, that's been tough for me because, well, again, I, I'm just of the mindset that I can do all the things, that I should be able, be able to do all of those things, and I should be able to do them all exceptionally well. So when it comes to social media, I don't feel like I was giving my all. I wasn't sharing as authentically as I could. I wasn't being intentional about how I was sharing the content that I was putting out. And because of that, I knew I needed to take a step back. I also needed to think about why I'm sharing. Who am I sharing for exactly? And narrowing down my audience, who I felt was watching me, 
who was taking in the information that I was sharing? How helpful was it? These are things that I thought a lot about and I'm continuing to think about and I could actually use your guys' input on because it's you who I want to share for. And I want to know, well, I need to know really what you guys need to see, what you feel like would be helpful. Is it words of encouragement? Is it, hey, this is literally what my day looks like, (laughs) the good, the bad, and the ugly, and this is how I manage it all, and this is how I prioritize or reprioritize things according to that day's events. And at first, that stressed me out a lot was A, asking you guys for help, asking for your input, because I value that, but also being able to deliver it. And I want to deliver it in a, you know, ideally in a clean packaged (laughs) approach, Uh, you know, nice images and, and whatnot. And in an attempt to keep up with those who do social media exceptionally well, I just don't have the time or the means to do that in an effective way. And at this point, I'm just brainstorming ideas around how I can streamline that process. I'm all about efficiency. So streamline that process, make it as simple as possible for myself while providing relevant information, you know, relevant posts that people can relate to. And that's why I do the show. And that's why I've been able to keep up with the show. Because sharing my thoughts in this way, I find much more manageable than writing a post. It's also quite stressful finding the right image because when it comes to platforms like Instagram, the image is what catches the attention of the viewer. And if it doesn't catch your attention, if you don't double tap and give me a heart, you're probably not going to see my future posts. And so watching all of these algorithms change over time and how Instagram and Facebook shape who sees what, while it makes sense on the side of, you know, people seeing the the relevant posts and the posts being shared to those who want to see similar posts like that, it's very stressful in choosing the right image. I don't have someone to take pictures for me. And it honestly feels very strange taking pictures of myself. I don't like selfies, but at the same time, I don't have anybody to take a picture of me. (laughs) And turns out people like seeing pictures of the person. So now I've just added another level of stress to myself around, okay, I need to post a picture of myself. People want to see what my body looks like because I just had a baby. How am I doing all of these things to get back in shape? And these are all questions that I get on, on Instagram even though I'm not present on it, people still engage with me, which I love and appreciate. So please don't stop doing that. But at the same time, just understand that I might be a little bit slower to respond because I'm doing other things. And knowing the time investment to do Instagram well, again, it wasn't a priority for me. And now I would say today's actually a very exciting day for me. Um, exciting and nervous in that my son started childcare today for the very first time. <laughs> so it was like a, a nervous excitement over the weekend because I have my first week of like full-time work planned out and I'm very, very excited about it. It's the first time that I've been this excited to jump back into things and, you know, brainstorm ways of 
sharing more relevant information with you guys. And at the same time, I'm nervous because he's away from home for the first time. He's going to be, you know, sleeping in a different bed at nap time and making sure that he's fed the the food that I prepared and nothing else because, of course, I prepare all of his food. Um, but knowing, too, how good that is going to be for him and what he's going to learn by not being with me at the same time. So it's 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 a very conflicting feelings. But because of that, now that he's venturing off to uh, full-time care, I'm I have more time. I have more time to think about and plan out content for you guys, whether it's more podcast episodes, whether it's more content on social media or on the website, recipe posts. I have a lot of ideas around what I feel would be relevant. But again, I would love your feedback and comments around what you feel like would be helpful. Is it menu plans? Is it an example schedule? Is it workout plans? And part of my brainstorming comes from just conversations that I have on a regular basis with clients and what I feel like their needs are. And I'll just give you an example of I would say the top three helpful tools that I've been asked for recently, and that is menu plans, how to adjust your workouts when you don't have time to get the workouts in. So whether that's taking a five-day workout plan and you know combining it into three days or meal prepping, that one's a big one. It's not just menu plans, but it's it's meal prepping. How do I make a lot of food that I'm going to enjoy eating in a short period of time so that I'm not in a pinch to make something, so that I'm you know, not caught without food on one given day and then grab whatever I can. And then also feeling confident in making the adjustments in your eating on a day-to-day basis. And I'm talking more specifically about scheduling your food. Because one thing that I do get questions about is... I get a lot of questions, obviously, but a main question is how, A, is it important that I eat at the same time every day? No, it's not. (laughs) B, how do I rework or rearrange my eating schedule on a given day when my days are inconsistent? And that's definitely a topic or a post that I plan to do in the not so distant future. So if that's something that you would find helpful, or you have an example schedule that you would like to share, and I could even use as an ex- as a, a sort of a model of how I might adjust that, um, please send those over. Any questions that you feel like might be unique to you, whether it's your schedule, your priority shifts that you have on a weekly or daily basis, that would be helpful to share. Because by sharing that kind of schedule, whether it's consistent or inconsistent, will help us do a few things. One, see how you can adjust your food in a given day, but also help you bring a little more awareness around how do I make those shifts to make me feel the best that I can? Because part of the problem that I see in giving somebody a meal plan, especially if there are timestamps in that plan around what times they should be eating, is it also takes away a level of awareness around what someone's appetite or hunger signals are. And I find that to be a very important tool and very important part of this process is getting to know your body and your mind emotionally, physically, psychologically, getting to know yourself and your cues, you know, whether you're 
eating for stress, eating for hunger, mindless eating, all of those things play a huge role in what our day is like and how we pay attention to our needs on a, on a daily basis. And awareness is something I talk a lot about both on the show, uh, but really try to ingrain in clients that I work with because awareness is the first step to this entire process, regardless of what diet you do. I can't just give you a plan and have you follow it mindlessly because you're not going to learn anything. And for me and working with a client, that's my number one goal for them. Whether whether that is for them or not, it's different. But my goal for them is to bring awareness around how they're feeling about everything. Because when it comes to food, and I would say more specifically for women, because that's mostly who I work with, and so I see it a lot, but how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about our day, how we feel about our goals, it's going to affect how we eat. It's going to affect what we eat and why we eat it. And by thinking about your goals in a different context and your priorities and how we can bring awareness to all of that and its effect on our progress or our fitness health goals, that's going to be the game changer. And that's what I realized back in March of of this past year of why I needed to get off of social media because I wasn't I wasn't feeling good about what I was sharing and how I was sharing it. I was doing it just to put content out. I wasn't being intentional or thoughtful about it. I mean, it may have come across that way, but it was still very forced. And I was just very conflicted about how I was sharing it. You know, I, I, I'm going to share a specific moment. I was on my couch thinking about the fact that I really needed to post something because I hadn't posted something in a few days. And I it took so much mental energy to put this post together all while watching my son crawl around. I think he had just started crawling at that point. Crawl around on the ground. And the moment... I'm I'm trying to type this out on my phone and I keep looking up at him and watching what he's doing and he starts to crawl around and I realize I just didn't want to miss those moments. And the the conflict that I was feeling and trying to get this post out but missing him crawling around, however simple that may sound, I didn't want to miss it. And that's when I realized I needed to take a break. I wanted to be present with my son. He's not going to be that tiny for very long. In fact, he's like, just like running around now. It's like a little person. It's crazy how fast it happens. And I didn't want to miss any of that. And allowing myself to take that break just gave me this huge sense of relief. The amount of stress I was putting on myself to try to make that happen, I didn't realize the impact that it was having on me. And by allowing myself to take that break, being more present with my son for the time that I was able to be with him brought me, again, another level of fulfillment that I I really didn't see coming. And I have thoroughly enjoyed being able to be present with him. And at the same time, I love the work that I do. I love helping clients. I'm, I believe I'm just here to be of service in general. So however I can do that is fulfilling for me. And at the moment, it was being of service to him above all. And then was, you know, so it was him 
Well, technically, it's myself first. I I still struggle with that from time to time, (laughs) me being number one priority, Uh, my son being second, my husband being third, our dog being fourth, and then everything else comes after that. And being able to sort of even I I literally wrote it down like priorities, (laughs) one, two, three, four, five what those priorities were and how to divvy up my time and attention and energy was very helpful. And part of me scheduling out or at least prioritizing what was important on a daily basis, part of that was also reminding myself of how I needed to take care of me. Because while I did for a long time put exercise on the back burner, It was also a very good reminder of how important that was to me. And I I shared this on a more recent podcast or or the first one, first solo episode that I did on sort of my postpartum experience and the struggles that I had there and reminding myself how important movement was for me and making that a priority. Emotionally, that made a huge difference. It's still a struggle in me being able to communicate why that need is important to me to say my husband he knows, but he also sees firsthand the difference that it makes when I don't do that. And he's actually the, the better reminder that I am to myself of maybe you should go to the gym or go on a walk or do something that allows some movement. Because for me, it's very therapeutic. It's sort of my recharge time, which is a little backwards way of thinking because I you know, expend energy when I go to the gym, but it is my recharge time. It's the way that I gain more energy, I would say energetic energy. It's energy that I then have to give back to my family, give back to my clients. When I'm emotionally and energetically depleted, I have nothing left. I literally want to like shut down and take a nap. And looking at naps for me was actually very helpful in that regard. Because on the days that I didn't make movement a priority, I needed to take a nap. Like literally, I'm like falling asleep. (laughs) My body's telling me, shut down, time to recharge. So I needed to make that a priority. And the difference that it's made in my mood and how I feel about myself and physically, how I'm able to care for my son because he's getting heavy and I need some a little more arm strength than I currently have to be able to carry him around. Even though he's walking, I still have to carry him up and down the stairs and, and things like that. But backtracking a little, prioritizing myself, what's important to me so that I can be better for everybody else was a good realization. And it was a good way of prioritizing how I manage my day, how I manage my week and all of the things that I need to get done. Now, starting today, I have this great new opportunity of having more time, more time for myself, more time to think about my my work goals, my business goals, how I want to help clients, what kind of tools I want to provide for you guys. And it's brought a new level of excitement. I'm like very excited, um, both to have a little bit of extra time, but I, I do feel like putting the work goals on the back burner to enjoy and be present with my son, enjoy that time together was what I needed at the time. And I'm realized, I've realized, I guess, in the past month or so, which has helped me decide to have my son go to daycare, is that I am thinking about more work more. And I do want to 
put more time and energy in that area because while I'm obviously still fulfilled with the time that I get to spend with my son, he's at an age now where I feel like he needs more interaction. He needs a little bit more uh, learning and in interaction opportunities that I can't solely provide for him. And I'm realizing that and I want him to have the best opportunities possible, which means that that also gives me a little extra time to do things, other things that are important to me. And so having this time thinking about how I want to get back in, you know, the the, the social media scene, what I want to share, what kinds of content I want to provide for you guys. It has sparked a new fire inside. I'm very excited. Um, My goals, personal physical goals are still very much there. And it's something that I have been working on. I've been working on some new stuff that I'm excited about and do want to be able to share that journey and the process in which I incorporate my new training and what I've diet changes I've made, all of that stuff has been fun. And I do feel like that's worth sharing. So in saying that, hopefully I'll be getting back onto social media soon. I'm hoping that this podcast actually is the launch of that sort of, I don't want to call it a comeback because wasn't really gone completely, but in sharing more information, sharing more of my journey, and I want the tools to be helpful. So again, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but if you have ideas, you have questions, thoughts, anything you would like to share around what you would feel is helpful for you to see, to hear, to learn about, please don't be shy. You can either write comments, questions on the Body.io Facebook page. You can comment on this podcast episode below. You can also fist bump the episode. And you can find me on Instagram at avnavarro, N-A-V-A-R-R-O, and send me a question there or comment on one of my older posts. Hopefully there'll be a new post soon. That should do it for today. So thank you for listening to another episode of Her Body, and we'll catch you guys next time. Have a great day. You've been listening to Her Body on Body IOFM with your host, Alex Navarro. And if you'd like to hear more, log on to body.io. We'll be back next time with more information about women's health and performance.